of Faith Promise, all of our campuses, wherever, whenever you're watching or listening to this message, we love you so much, Michelle and I do, and we're so thrilled that you are with us. We're grateful for you, grateful for your heart, for your sacrifice, those that are in the generosity, obeying the Lord. Man, we are just super excited. God is on the move. Now, if you're new, we are entering into, in another few weeks, what we call Heart for the Harvest season. There's an offering that we give in mid-November. It's a one-time, one big offering above our regular ties, and it's how we plant all our campuses, and we do some special mission projects above and beyond our normal missions, and then we do some debt reduction with it. That's the three things, but that is coming, and just pray what God would have you to do in that. By the way, who enjoyed Back to the Movies? Well, was that incredible? Our creative team and film team, they are just amazing. I loved it. I got to go to other campuses. It was so cool at Anderson, they had the Lost Boys picking up popcorn in the foyer, which I thought was absolutely incredible. Uh, But I got to visit a lot of campuses. I loved the last one. Pastor Zach did an incredible job weaving the gospel through the matrix. Wasn't that just, man, just has been incredible what God has done. 66 baptisms last weekend across our campuses. And thank you, Lord. 35 booked at God Behind Bars. So thank you. Way to go, God Behind Bars, men. And this month we open the women's side of Bledsoe. So it'll be our fourth. Man, way to go. The Bible says God's arm is not short that it cannot save, nor his ear dull that he cannot hear. God is still saving. God is still delivering. God is still setting the captives free. He's still opening blind eyes. He is still moving. The Bible says he's the same yesterday and today and forever. God has not lost one ounce of his power, his authority, or his ability. So no matter what you're facing, our God can. Does anybody believe that with me in the house? So just incredible, incredible. We began a new series this weekend called Life Plus. This is Pastor Robbie DeJarnay's idea from uh, our, our uh, Anderson County campus. He said, hey, man, everywhere I go, I see Plus. Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, Hulu Plus, Prime Plus, Prime. I mean, there's Plus everywhere. Now, we know the world offers the Plus and never gives so the plus is about signing up, selling out, buying in. But uh, how many, by the way, how many streaming need? Are you with me? Jesus offered us 2,000 years ago real life plus. In John 10, 10, when he said, I came to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. He said in Ephesians 3, 20, I'll do exceedingly abundantly above what you could ask and think or imagine. He who the Son has set free is free indeed. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there there is liberty. God has always been promising the plus. Long before there was a Hollywood, long before there was a Wall Street, where there was a God who was promising the plus. Now, what we should know, especially after the last two years, the world promises the plus and never delivers. Are you with me? It is the greatest carrot in the stick, hand slight thing in the universe. Well, if I just get one more, a little better car, a little bigger house, a little more money, if I, you know, somewhere I'm going to feel good, and it simply never 
ever happens because the world never delivers on his promises, but Jesus never fails on his promises. Any satisfied customers in King Jesus this weekend? Come on. Now, if you've been around for a while, you know that every year we begin the year with a theme. I write a devotional book for us, and it goes through the 31 days of January, and there's a theme this year, it's finding favor. It's about realizing that God's favor's at work and us already becoming a part of it. it is, it's, it's not something next year we're going to forget about and go to transformation. It's, it's something we build on. You know, what you're called calls you out. See, those things we build on to them. So again, this year is finding favor. And the question is, will you be a part of God's favor that's already at work? It's an important question because favor is a force of heaven that is at work in our lives. All in favor, say I. I. Come on, all in favor, say I. I. Man, we want the favor of God. We want it to flood us. We want it to move in us and through us. And so it is, it is a force that, that we're absolutely, that we've got to have. And God loves to give his favor. Our theme verse is Psalms 90 verse 17. May the favor of the Lord God be upon us and confirm for us the work of our hands. Yes, confirm the work of our hands. Isn't that right, Jasper? See, come on. It's been a month, Jasper. Come on. We're going to have t-shirts made with the back of somebody's head that says, who is Jasper across all of our campuses? See, now let me tell you what, if we could get Ron real right now, and I was to sit down with a cup of coffee and say, talk to me about God's favor in your life, many of you would argue with the statement. And I get it. I understand. You look at the circumstances in your life. You look at, man, life is not what you planned. You're not on plan B. You're on plan Z to the fourth power. Not where you thought you'd be. Didn't turn out like you thought it would. So come on, pastor. Really, where's the plus? I mean, I'm in the middle of a crap storm. Where's the plus? So most of us reading Psalms, uh, our theme verse, this is how we would read it. And the favor of the Lord God is not upon us. He does not confirm the work of our hands. No, he doesn't confirm the work of my hands. Because this is what I hear all the time, Pastor. I never get a break. It never goes my way. It never works out the way that I hoped it would. I understand the curse. I just don't understand the blessing side of things. Now, have we all experienced hurt and pain and loss? Well, this is what the Bible calls tribulation. We've all experienced rejection. We've all experienced abuse of some form. We've all experienced loneliness. We've walked through the valley of the shadow of death. And so where, where really is the favor you keep talking about? Because I just don't see it in my life. I get it. I really do. I mean, I understand. I get it. Better yet, God gets it. And he said, how do you know God gets it? Because the Bible is filled some of God's heroes asking the question, why? Asking the question, thank Tim, asking the question, what happened? Where's God? Do you know that two-thirds of the book of Psalms are the psalm writer saying, God, I'm in a mess. Where are you? God, where is, I read about your powers. Where's all those powers? 
God, I see you moving in the past, but I'm in a mess, and where are you? The heavens are brass. There's a whole book in the Bible called Lamentations. If you're depressed, don't go there. <laughs> but see, God sent his word so that we would see. And what is it? Come on, if you're listening, say I am. What is it that God wants me to see? Well, what, what, what does he want me to see? Well, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse, eight, uh, verse 18. Now, we've looked at this verse a ton. And some of you say, well, can we get a new verse? We will when you get this one. See, people want to come, hey, just give me a new idea. My, listen, my goal is not to tantalize your ears with new teaching. My goal is to help you walk holy. Are you with me? And so I figure if I'm having a tough time with this verse and I'm, I'm ruminating on it all the time, then maybe you are too. Second Corinthians 4, this is 18, this is what God wants you to see. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are unseen. For the things which are seen are temporal, they're temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now, if most of us would be honest, we had that, that verse in reverse. While we focus on the things which are seen, and we do not focus on the things which are unseen, for the things which are seen are temporary and get all of our attention, the things which are unseen are eternal and we rarely think about. Come on, is that honesty? Come on, it's just, it's where we are. God wants you to see the unseen. He wants you to see the things that matter most, not that your neighbor's dog crapped in your yard again. Not that you got crabgrass, not the, listen, he wants you to focus on the things that matter forever. He wants you to see his favor unleashed in your life. So I'm going to give you the two biggest problems as I see them in us walking and experiencing God's favor. If you're ready, say I'm ready. Number one, the problem is focus. See, life plus focuses on God's favor that is at work. Is God's favor at work? Is God always working? So we got that, but, here, but let's be real. Most of our focus is on this cursed world. Oh, not mine. Well, if we look at 100% of your conversation this last week, what would be the focus? Eternity or temporal? Issues you're dealing with are things that matter most. See, our focus is on our pain and our problems. Now, some of the problems that we have, they're our own making. Come on, you dove head first into the, into the stupid pool, the deep end. Let's quit blaming everybody else, quit accepting excuses. Are you with me? And let's just manage our way out and believe the favor of God. Some of the problems that we have are stuff other people did to us. But can I tell you something? You're not a victim, you're a victor. And your past is not a prison cell, it's a launching pad. That's what it is. But many of us are in a prison cell of our past and we want everybody to keep hanging out in our prison cell how bad our life is. I know you're out there, you're breathing. And we want everybody to just come. When Jesus said, proclaim liberty to the captives, we proclaim liberty, but most of us are just more accustomed to living in that prison cell. Quit blaming. You're not a victim. And some of the problems that we're facing are because we live in a cursed world. 
Listen, why would you expect this world to be anything but jacked up when God cursed it in the sin in the Garden of Eden? If you were to wake up in Fallujah this morning, would you expect your day would be pleasant and easy and nice? Would you get your Maui gyms and your, your cutoffs and your t-shirt and flip-flops and walk up and down the streets of Fallujah? Or would you get all of your equipment on, your flap jackets, your bulletproof vest, your helmet, your rifle, and would you be looking out for IEDs and Taliban? Or, or y'all, are y'all with me? See, God says we're in the middle of a war, and yet we expect it to be peacetime. So regardless of the causation of our circumstances, if if they are our focus, we will not see God's favor at work. But come on, let's be real. Don't we spend the bulk of our time talking about how bad our situation is? Excuse me? Absolutely. Now, God is at work. One of our theme verses a couple years ago, Luke 4, 18 and 19, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, proclaim liberty to the captive, open the eyes of the blind, set free those that are oppressed, and proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. This is the year of God's favor. You need to, come on, amen. Now, did you hear that? Because, see, that sucked. Because we don't believe it. We believe this is your COVID. This is the year of death. This is year of disease. This is the year of horrible politics. This is just the year, unless you're a UT fan, then maybe this is the year. But, but we, come on, if you're a Florida fan, I'm so sorry. But if the, you think, you know, maybe this is the year. So see, the problem with favor is focus. Does that make sense? Come on, listen, it's, nobody's gonna change it for you but you. The second problem is a problem of faith. Life plus is a life filled with God, with faith in God and his promises. We are called faith promisers. We have faith in the promises of God. We have faith in a God that loves you. He's not just my and you. He loves you. He gave his son to die for you. You are the apple of God's eye. God wants to give you favor. He wants to walk with you. He desires to bless his kids. If you being evil, the Bible says, you ought to give good gifts to your kid, how much more will God give? Faith in a God who will walk with you through the circumstances. You say, but pastor, I can't have God's favor. Look at how terrible things are. How do you think it was for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they refused to battle the idol and they were thrown in the furnace? It was so hot it killed the soldiers and threw them in. And they had a little Bible conference, a little hill song by me with Jesus in the middle of that, of that furnace. How about Paul while he's being beaten or he's in, he's in stocks in the dungeon singing praises and all of the chains fall off. It's not about your circumstances, that's our problem. We see our focus is when my circumstances get better, the favor will fall. No, the favor is falling regardless of your circumstances. See, it is, it's faith in a God who wants to pour his favor out on you. As a matter of fact, the Bible says of us in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we do not walk by, or we walk by, not by, we walk by, not by, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Our eyes focused on the unseen, not the things which are seen. 
faith in the unseen, faith in God's ability. Are you with me? Faith to change your circumstances. Salvation is by faith through grace. See, if you don't see it, you won't seize it. There's an aspect of faith. God tell, told Moses, if you don't believe it, then I'm not going to do it. See, there's a faith element. So we walk in this wicked, whacked world by faith, knowing God's favor's on us, knowing that his favor is going to confirm the work of our hands, regardless of our circumstances. Now, this last week or so has been difficult at Faith Promise. Uh, I, we, we were at probably my all-time favorite funeral. That's odd, isn't it? Favorite funeral for Patsy Williams a week ago. It was a celebration. It was incredible. All her grandchildren got up and talked about what a godly, incredible influence she had been. See, God confirmed the work of her hands. Her three kids stood up and talked about their mother. Her son was baptized at his mother's funeral. Come on, incredible. Matter of fact, Patsy got a standing ovation at her funeral. It was unbelievable. See, God's favor, even though she was a widow and spent the last 25 of years of her life because I buried her husband, Ray, over 20 years ago. It, see, well, she still walked in the favor. Are you with me? Joanne Miller, whose celebration of life will be this coming Tuesday, who, who passed away this past week. I talked to her husband last night serving. Her, her daughter, Amber, let the news out on Facebook and talked about the peace of God that passes all understanding, the favor we have, even in the midst of that. Are you with me? We baptized a guy last service whose wife this last week, an unborn child died of COVID. We baptized him this last service. Now, can I tell you, everybody said, hey, man, COVID's not real. It is for that family. It is for that family. And listen, let's quit being hardcore, hard-hearted conservatives. If somebody loses somebody to COVID, it's a big deal to them. Let's have a heart, church. Are y'all with me? Listen, listen. Sean Hannity's not a theologian. Are you with me? We don't get our heart from Fox. We get it from heaven. Are you there? Come on. And so, man, I, I'm just bulletless. See, God is at work. Singles, do you believe God can bring you a great mate? Amen. Come on, then don't settle. Amen. Don't settle. Don't say, listen, I'd rather want what I don't have than have what I don't want. Wait for God to send you the best. Don't settle with some peckerhead life's going to be horrible with. I'm just trying to help you. I try to use language you'll understand. How about it, students? Do you believe God's favor can take you to an incredible, favor-filled future and use you to build the kingdom? How about it, parents? Do you believe God's favor can rest on your family and raise up godly kids and godly students that are going to make a difference? Come on, a few weekends we're going to have child dedication. If you haven't, if you're, you're a child, you haven't dedicated, it's an incredible time of just standing and saying, listen, my family, this is a spiritual marker. We're going to raise our kids to love Jesus. We have a Christian home in the middle of an anti-Christ culture. See, I, I believe God's favor for the best days are ahead. So let me ask you two questions. Are you ready? Where's your focus? And where's your faith? Where's your focus? Now, let me show you 
because our focus is faulty where we've missed it. Are you ready? Can you think with me? Can you think? It's, it's all right to think at church. I know you didn't grow up thinking at church, but you're, it's okay. So we've just, well, we're still in the midst of COVID. Everybody's mad. Everything's COVID's fault. And if it's not COVID's fault, it's Donald Trump's fault. And if he's your Messiah, it's not his fault, it's Joe Biden's fault. But it's one of the two, because one's a demon and one's an angel. Are you with me? Come hell or high water, you're going to stand with your demon. They're both politicians. They are not the Messiah. The Messiah does live in Washington. He lives in heaven. So we blamed everything for two years on COVID. We blamed it on the media. We blamed it on Hollywood. We blamed it on the White House. And listen to me, the devil has strolled in unhindered into our church, devastated families, devastated marriages, destroyed churches, destroyed businesses. He's moved unhindered. Why? Because we focus on that which is seen and we blamed everything on COVID. Even though the Bible says that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of wickedness in heavenly places. So, hey, listen, 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 listen. We have, we have the power as the people of God to pull down strongholds, to bind the enemy to stop the forces of evil, but we don't because we're looking at that which is seen. What if two years ago we'd have raised up as a church in America and raised up a standard against the devil? Oh, no, no, we're too busy fighting each other. We're too busy politicking. We're too busy blaming COVID. We're too busy arguing over masks. People dying going to hell and we're arguing over masks. A mask. Well, I'm an American. I got my right. No, you're a Christian and you follow Jesus. Come on, somebody. Our focus is on that which is seen and the spiritual forces of darkness are kicking our tails because we haven't taken the authority given to us by heaven and standing up when we can stand. So listen, man, we just... Our staff, God is moving, man. It's incredible. We've just been, we've been praying heaven down and hell closed. We're moving out in revival. Man, it's time to reach the next generation of the gospel and quit arguing with everybody about everything. Listen, let the social media argue. Are you with me? If you're on Facebook and social media, quit arguing politics. Lift up Jesus. Just lift up Jesus. Lift up the word of God. Lift up the promises. Lift up salvation. It's time to get back in the heart. It's time to, it's time for some of us who've been here for the last year still not serving to get off your blessed assurance and get into the game. Are you with me? Well, pastor, you don't understand. It's just not a good time for me. Well, when do you think you're going to wake up? It's going to be a good time to serve God. You think the devil's going to say, oh, I was take all, oh, yeah, let's, let's let, no, it's not going to be a good time. Serve anyway. Yeah, but I'm struggling with issues. Join the human race. Join the human race. Come on. We're called to make it better. We are called light, which makes it brighter. We are salt that makes it better. Have you ever put salt on a ribeye? 
My doctor said, hey, you got to back off salt. I said, listen, find something else, doc. <laughs> Bible is all about some salt. I mean, I'm salt. <laughs> We're called to make it better. People are living in fear. We can make a difference. October 17th. Come on, it's Bristol, baby. We launch our Bristol campus. Huge, huge because for the harvest we're able to do it. Listen, if you know anybody in Kingsport, Johnson City, or Bristol, get on the phone, let them know. The 17th, it's in Bristol. They can let them know and then invite them. But it's time for every campus. Come on, every campus to move into our favor-filled future. Listen, pal, it's time for us to get busy. It's time to move back, not where, we're, where we were before COVID, but way beyond that. Now, let me just go ahead and let me revisit it one more time. Listen, anybody want to walk in God's favor? Okay, listen, listen. Then quit sitting and ruminating on your problems. Quit sitting and ruminating on your circumstances. You don't understand, Pastor. You just don't understand. You, you don't understand. No, I, listen, I could sit here every weekend and give you all my problems, tell you how difficult things are. All God's children got problems, but I've got favor and faith. And actually, I am loving me some life right now. But if all you do is sit and ruminate on how bad it is on your circumstances, you'll never see God's favor. You'll only see negativity. Jesus offered the plus, came to give you life. The devil offers the minus. I came to, he came to still kill and destroy and many of us are letting the devil give us a minus and we're missing the plus that Jesus bought. So we say, let me tell you why I can't. Why I can't sacrifice hard for the harvest. Let me tell you why I won't, why I don't. Let me tell you why it'll probably never happen. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you. Listen, why don't we start ruminating on righteousness? Why don't we start ruminating on how good God is. Why don't we ruminate on the fact that you got the breastplate of righteousness if you're born again, that the blood of Jesus has cleansed you from all sins and you are holy today. Let's ruminate on the righteousness. That's life plus. Let's ruminate on God's ability. Let's ruminate on God's power. How about let's ruminate on all that we have? No, 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 I want to ruminate on what I don't have. I'm going to ruminate on what I want and what I don't have. That's why we're not grateful, because we're not sitting back and saying, look at all you've given me. I'm looking at a bunch of people that are living in homes, and you drove to church. Are you with me? And by the looks of things, you've not missed many meals. We are blessed. How about ruminate on what God has done? Do you know the staff's on fire? The staff has shared their faith almost 400 times this year with people far from Jesus. You say, well, that's easy. They work on church. No, they don't get to share their faith at work except with Josh Whitehead. Besides that, there's really not anybody else to share your faith with at work. They do it outside of work. Man, come on. We believe that God's favors of force and we're ready to move into the harvest field. But you see, I believe the future's in the hands of God, not in the White House. I just hear everybody, well, it's over. Never, no hope for the future. Is God that little? Is God that little? For some of you who think Donald Trump ruined it, is, is Donald Trump bigger than God? For others of you who believe Joe Biden's going to ruin it, I believe my God is bigger. I believe the future is incredible. And I'm going to live it until Jesus comes back. I believe Gabriel's licking his lips. When he toots, we're going to scoot and we're going to heaven. I can't wait. But until then, it's going to be life plus. 
Father God, I come to you now in the name of Jesus. And God, I just confess that I struggle ruminating on circumstances. I, I don't preach this with, out of a last, uh, just out of perfection. You know that only too well. But I have a life of desire that I would walk and honor you that we would, God. Do we keep our eyes on things unseen? That we wouldn't be distracted by the sleight of hand of the devil. So God, I pray right now, everyone listening to my voice will begin to feel the favor of God flood their minds, their hearts. Just a fresh baptism of your favor, of your spirit. God, give us the mindset to walk by faith, to walk by focus on the things that matter most. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, come on, give him a shout of amen. Would you?